In episode zero of Unshuffled, we choose the first band to get the Unshuffled treatment. But first, here's some awesome intro music from Seven Planets. Right, we're ready. Yes, you ready? I, I am ready. Yes. Finally, it's here. Episode zero. This is the moment we've not been talking about for about a month and a half now. Ah, uh, finally. I'm very excited. It's palpable. Can you feel it? So, just so the the, the seven listeners that we do have, we've. This list that we'll talk about here shortly, we've been compiling for some time now and have intentionally not been able to talk about this list since December. This could be a five-hour episode. <laughs> we'll see where this goes. We'll see where this goes. Ah, uh, it's been a long time coming, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to just getting it out there and getting into Unshuffled. We better explain what Unshuffled is before we do that, though. You think? I think we should. Yeah. I think we should. Uh, the idea behind it, it was it was your brainchild, mm-hmm. but the whole idea being that it was it was it was based around intentional listening. It's it's based around that 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 time you got that that CD of that album and you just kind of kicked back and listened to it straight through, start to finish, and uh, walked away knowing all the the ins and outs, knowing the producer, knowing which amp the bass player used it's it's sort of just taking the time to do a deep dive mm. into an album that we may or may not have missed we want to get that feeling back yeah so that's what tonight's all about which band is going to be the first one to get the treatment um so listeners my name's matt uh, and, and my name is scott yeah we're next door neighbors we don't profess to be you know, good at this. <laughs> You're not going to get the full Rick Beato sort of uh, <laughs> chord by chord explanation. Um, we will maybe touch on some of the music theory at times, but really we just want to um, explore um, band by band, album by album, just just as two music fans, um, and hopefully. Dear listener, you'll join us on the journey. Um, you know, this is um, you know we. I don't want to uh, set our hopes too high, but I am hoping that maybe we can start a revolution. Is that too much to ask? A revolution from my kitchen. Yes. Yes, sir. I'm in. <laughs> from your dining room. <laughs> I don't don't have to leave my house. I can get behind that revolution. That's that's <laughs> that's the best kind of revolution. Um, so I guess. The what we're gonna do then with this episode is we'll we'll go through our list. Yep. And as each person, we got five bands each. Five bands each. And as we list off the band, the other person's gonna go through and sort of look up the bio, and yep. we'll, we'll put this together, and mm-hmm. we're gonna walk away from here tonight with with a winner. Yep. 
If it takes five hours, then that's what it takes. There's going to be a band at the end of this that we both agree is going to be our band. And hence, their first album will be our first album to get the unshuffled treatment. So it is exciting. Um, there's five bands on each person's lists. We have no uh, criteria for how we're going to agree. The band that we choose may not even be on our lists. Maybe it will just come up organically through our conversation. Maybe there's a band on both of our lists we've been at pains to ensure that these lists have remained secret and haven't been discussed before tonight. Who knows, listener? You get to hear this process. Um, so I'm, I'm let's ready do for it. This. Shall let's, we do it? <laughs> All right, five bands. Now, do you want to just talk quickly about your list as a whole, what you've been through over the past couple of months, and perhaps if you've got any sort of structure or thought behind... So I will tell you that my list up until 30 seconds before we started recording was 25 long. Hmm. I've, I've narrowed it down to my five. Right. You just did that then. Well, I, I had a top five. Right. And, and, and that top five just keeps changing. It keeps moving. It, it has not stayed consistent. Yeah, I, I must think say, I, mine's the same. I think Mine... I've locked it in. Okay. I think I'm good to go. But yeah, it's just been a matter of, of, of adding bands and taking bands off over the process of the last, what, month and a half, two months, however long we've been putting this together. Mm-hmm. Uh, some bands have, have started and stayed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, others have come and gone. Okay. And you're happy with your list? I'm happy with the list. It's sitting in front of me right now. Yes, okay. sir. Because I had 25 bands on just under my Teutonic Thrash sec- section. Um, <laughs> I had a long list. It's been tough. This has been a tough process. And every day more occur to me, which says something. I mean, it says that there's a reason, you know, this... This is a good project, right? I mean, there's so many bands that we've missed along the way. So many great bands out there that we just haven't got around to. And I'm sure our listeners feel the same. Um, mine changed a, a bit, um, especially over the last week. I've tried to organise mine by five, in five separate genres. Hmm. Um, and behind each band, it's kind of a shark's teeth uh, approach. So if one gets knocked off in a particular genre, I've got another one that's ready to step up and take its Usurp. place. Um, right. So I've got a top one for each genre. I realised um, now, after our discussion last week, I realised that my tastes certainly are a a bit heavier perhaps than yours Mm. and i also don't want to alienate our audience by choosing you know choosing to let's follow pig destroyers career not that i would pick them because i'm very familiar with their work but that type of thing um because i just don't think I, i want people to listen you know i want a fairly broad audience uh our our tastes do tend to lean heavy as would you Yes. Say that. But they're certainly not limited to heavy metal. So some of the bands that I know you're into include, you know, like Jay Munley and um, what's that Jay Munley's band? 
the one you saw in a car park that time. <laughs> Slim Cessna. Slim Cessna. You know, it's heavy, but it's not heavy metal. Right. It's dark. You know. Right. Um, so if you're tuning in thinking, oh, you know, you might want to hear the latest uh, jazz or, or pop song, you're probably not going to get that on this podcast. Yeah, no, not not on the list that I compiled. Anyway. Right. We lean heavy, um, but it's certainly not heavy metal per se. There are some heavy metal bands on my list, but I've made a conscious effort to choose bands that have a slightly broader appeal than I might have chosen if I was doing this exercise purely by myself uh, and not with you and not certainly not for a podcast. So that has um, factored into my decision a little bit. Yeah, fair enough. I, I do kind of music-wise, I, I guess I do run, run the spectrum. Mm. Um, and so I think a lot of my list is made up of sort of as I've gone in and out of musical genres sort of bands that I may have either lost touch with or Mm -hmm. missed entirely yep and so but with that said my my list is is mostly metal yep cool all right but not all actually my list is all metal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I look forward to hearing it. Um, who wants to go first? Well, I'll start. Yeah? All right. Well, you give me a name and I'll read their bio and you can respond to it. All right. So I'm going to start quickly with a caveat. Two bands that are not on the list and explain why. Mm. Uh, so Isis is not on the list because I know you're familiar with them. Yeah. But I have been listening to, uh, since our, our last podcast, I've been listening to Red Sparrows mm-hmm. and Isis and, and Riff Lord. And, and I'm really, Isis is one of those bands that I, I'm going to end up doing a deep dive, but yep. I'll, I'll, I'll do it on my own. Yep. And then, and then the other one, you had, you had stipulated early on, no caveats. So one of the bands was that was on my list was specifically the Dio era of Black Sabbath, but it felt like a uh, yeah. so I, I took that off. Not on my list. Mm-hmm. All right, so I will start with the first band on my list, mm-hmm. and it's Witchfinder General. Ooh. <sighs> Witchfinder General. Should I explain why or just let you no, let do me, the bio first? Let me uh, hit you with the bio. Now, my go-to bio is all music. Um, you can choose whichever mm-hmm. you like. If you want to give me the Wikipedia, that's fine. Which find a general? All right. Here it comes. Oh, biography by Eduardo Rivadivia, who uh, that's already promising. I love his bios and album reviews on all music. This is exciting. <laughs> they can hear your thumbs furiously <laughs> the tension All right, all palpable. I've got so far is that Witchfinder General was an influential 1980s UK doom metal band. But there's more to come, obviously. Um, all right. In their time... 
which Finder General was considered one of the less important bands to emerge from the new wave of British heavy metal movement. But they have become a popular early influence among bands in the doom metal scene. Formed in 1980 by Zeb Parks, vocals, Phil Cope, guitars, Wolfie Trope, bass, and Graham Ditchfield, drums, the band was heavily influenced by Black Sabbath and released only two albums, 1982's Death Penalty and the following year's Friends from Friends of Hell, before breaking up. Ironically, these became more notorious for their comical covers featuring the band in medieval costumes torturing semi-naked women than the band's raw post-Sabbath grind. Okay, respond. <laughs> did you know about the torturing semi-naked <laughs> that women? Not, that did not make the Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm calling Arturo or whatever right. this guy into question. You're pleading ignorance on that one. <laughs> pleading total ignorance on okay. that one. Um, no, it was just as that they are sort of uh, part of that whole new wave British heavy metal, and they were, I mean, somewhat influencers on the doom on the doom metal genre. And I think that I find that when I do, my metal tastes tend towards doom and, and sludge. Yep. And so, uh, so yeah, okay. I was curious. Wolfie Trope, was that what did it for you? I, the I bass do, player's name? I, I do like that. I could do without the torture. Yeah. I'm all right with the... The medieval costumes, that bit's fine. All right. But I guess Guar Semi-naked pulled, women. Guar pulled that off. Mm. It's the torture thing that worries but, me there. But they were guar. But it sounds comical. Well, it wasn't in the, 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 the albums that we would do the deep dive on. Those weren't comical. The comical thing came later. Well, the, the album covers were comical. Um, so, well, one nice thing would be only two albums. So that would be a short career arc to, to yeah, follow through. It would be easy. Yeah. I guess it might have both pros and cons. Uh, okay, that could that could very well be our band, Witchfinder General. I need to write this down so that I remember yours. Yeah, I got it right here too. Yeah. Mm. Influential UK doom. All right. All right. So it's. Uh, let me give you mine. My first one. Um. Mine are in no particular order, but given that you've mentioned ISIS already, I'm going to go with an, <coughs> well, this genre I've loosely called isis bands. Um, and the one that I settled on as my preferred band from this genre is Cult of Luna. Cult of Luna. L-U-N-A. So, fastest finger. So, I got it. Yep. Their uh, first word that pops up is Swedish. Mm. So, uh, we, we, <laughs> no surprise there. Mm. Uh, Swedish post-metal band. They're founded in 1998, known for post-metal music similar, similar to contemporary bands Neurosis and Isis. Mm-hmm. Uh, signed to Earache. Um, they formed from the remnants of an Umiya hardcore punk band called Eclipse. Uh, Cult of Luna came out in 2001. 
the Beyond, their next album, 2003. They are. They've got a DVD. Mm. <laughs> they now have a new lineup with Julie Christmas. Uh. Yeah. That's not a very metal name, is it? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and the Easter Bunny on drums. <laughs> it collaborative with American vocalist Julie Christmas, formerly from Battle of Mice. Okay. <laughs> That's, so mice that, aren't something you think of. That band might have just made my list. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, I, you're scribbling wildly there. <laughs> um, and they just released a new album in May. Okay. Yep, so we'd have a recent one. So we would have a recent one to look at. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Cult of Luna Sound has progressed from early material doom metal um, and then became much less aggressive and more concerned with orchestration and has tended towards post-metal. Yep. So that was one of the things that appealed to me about them was uh, the fact that they've evolved and we'd get to follow that evolution. Um I can't remember how many albums there are, but I, I don't know, five, six, seven, maybe. Um, and yeah, obviously that ISIS thing, you know, that that's um, a huge uh, love of mine. So it'd be great to follow a well, you know, well-respected band. Is, is it worth mentioning that one of their major influences are Radiohead? Mm, sure. Well, how does that fit into their timeline? Well, they're arty, oh, right? Two thousand one. All right, it does fit. Yeah. Um, and Swedish, so they already get a, they get an early tick just for being Swedish. Um, you know, so many great bands come out of that country. So there you go, Swedish Isisy right. evolved. <laughs> Fans of Radiohead. Mm -hmm. All right, my next band is uh, is Earth. Mm. Now, there's been a few Earths. I'm going with the pre-country Earth. It's like Earth, Earth 2. Right. Okay. Is it true that Black Sabbath were called Earth before they were Black Sabbath? <clears throat> oh, were they? I guess I don't know the answer to that. Oh, I don't know. Can some listener write in and tell us? <laughs> I think they were. I don't know. Maybe. Well, we could... While you're looking up Earth, I could. My thumbs could figure that out. All right, this this podcast can just be us looking up stuff. <laughs> uh. Should we be concerned if our listeners dropped a four? <laughs> <laughs> There's Manfred Mann's Earth Band. No, not that one. It's Earth, 1990. Dylan 90. Carlson-led project yes, based in one. Seattle, that's whose sporadic bursts of ambient metal wowed critics. Oh, they were called Earth. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath were called Earth. They were first the Polka Toke Blues band, yeah. yep. then Earth, then Black Sabbath. All right. I think they got the That's what the put that name, name up in. for grabs. For, for nearly 30 years, Earth's Dylan Carlson, its lone constant member, has inhabited a uniquely elastic role in rock. From the very beginning, Earth, this is a long bio. I might just give the highlights. Ooh. Long bios usually mean good bands, I must say, but I'm not going to go through because it sort of goes into album by album. Um, I have heard of this band. Um, 
Earth have been both an exponent of experimental drone-based guitar music and a signature practitioner of the detuned riff inspired by Black Sabbath's Tony Iommi. They remain a singular entity, even though bands such as Sun... I never know whether to say the O thing at the end of Sun. I don't. Is it Sun O? Or do you just say Sun? I say Sun O. You say Sun O. Yeah, but then I don't know what to do with those half parentheses that follow. Yeah. I'm sure there's an answer to that somewhere out there too. Uh, and Boris? I'm not looking that up. Uh, Boris credit Earth's influence as inseparable from their existences. I've seen Sun, Sun O live. Did you? Yeah, I've seen them in How Melbourne. How were they? Uh, they were a bit strange. Yeah. Um, they all came out in their sort of Druids uniform and just played one note and did that for yeah 45 minutes to an hour yeah it was fun for a few minutes did they <laughs> did they torture no there was no torture um but earth um virtually created the drone and ambient metal subgenres with their glacial monolithic exercise earth 2 in 1993 that's the one yeah okay yeah that i have seen that cover um but did they, I mean, is it not all droney? Um, I think they got back together later. And ambient. I think they changed the sound a bit. Because it sounds like there's some riffy stuff there as well. Yeah. Um, okay, just um, to help my decision, maybe we can see how many albums they have. So there's oh, quite a few. Yeah, that would be a... Yeah, there's a few. They're on Southern Lord most, most recent. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's sort of 10 plus albums there to to get through. Southern Lord, great label. Sub Pop. So they've kind of flipped. They started on Sub Pop. Hmm. Be Didn't interesting. Everybody that came out of Seattle started on Sub Pop. Yeah, of course. Kind of Write a passage. Mm. All right. Earth. Mm. My turn. Your turn. All right. I'm going stoner rock. Not metal, just stoner rock. And how have I not listened to this band? And my most, my biggest sort of point of reluctance with writing this band was the fact that you're probably so familiar with them. Sorry. Uh, and that's the Atomic Bitchwax. No. I'm, I, I, no, I'm not. Oh, I felt sure that you would have been into them because knowing your tastes. Um, can you read their bio, please? Yeah, I'm on it. Uh... There are a couple of others in that category that I was tempted to go with instead. Maybe we can discuss them sort of later on. Um, But yeah, Atomic Bitchwax. From New Jersey. Yep. Um, Let's see what we got here. They've been, their music has appeared in Jackass, Home Wrecker, and various Fox Sports broadcasts. Don't hold that against them. (laughs) Um, 1999, 2000, where they're. First two albums look like they've done some EPs since. Oh, hey, uh, Bob Pantella from Monster Magnet. 
is currently with the band. Mm -hmm. They, oh, wait. And then somebody from the band joined Monster Magnet. So they're swapping. Oh, Jesus. They are. It's just like a, they're just swapping band members back and forth with Monster Magnet. Okay. It's not a bad thing. So. Oh, and then. Okay, so the current bass player, vocalist, is formerly of, or no, he's, shoot, he's also with Monster Magnet. Right. So he's with them and Monster Magnet. Okay. Formerly of Godspeed. Okay. The drummer is also the drummer for this band and Monster Magnet. Wait, the whole band plays with Monster Magnet. (laughs) What the hell is this? It's just my sneaky way of getting Monster Magnet on the list. <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> All right. Stoner Rock Royalty. Yeah. And I love the genre. And how have I never listened to this band? I guess I wanted something here a little less heavy, a bit more just straight out rock, um, something that could what? potentially appeal to... One of our listeners, I was... Yeah. I was, he, he wrote in mm. a letter. Mm-hmm. Handwritten letter. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, he, he wrote it. We were, we were actually just talking about Monster Magnet. And he was asking me if they had aged well. What, physically? Uh, no, nah, just music-wise. Right. Like, did, did, did. I can't imagine they've aged well no. physically. Well, probably not. <laughs> but, like, is, is, is Monster Magnet still a band? They're not on my list, but is that still a band that you can listen to now and go, oh, yeah. I still right. listen to Monster Do Magnet you? now. All right. Yeah. I haven't listened to And that's to a band while. that evolved. I didn't have a I didn't have an answer for him. I haven't listened to him in a while. Uh, but I liked I did. I had, mm. right, I'm intrigued. Atomic Bitchwax. Atomic Atomic Bitchwax. Mm. All right, my next one. Um So have you gone super heavy just cuz you think I like super heavy stuff? Is there stuff you've left no, off? No, actually I didn't go super heavy. I didn't, okay. Earth wasn't super heavy, right? Oh, they sound heavy. Uh, sound drony. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 next one is the a band that had been recommended, but I just never listened to, and that's uh, Lacuna Coil. Mmm. Okay. Well, I should start looking them up, shouldn't I? Instead of just writing them on my list, my pen and paper list here. Lacuna Coil. Sounds like something that would keep the mosquitoes away. Do you think? I do. Are you here? You got it? <laughs> I got it. Hang on. This is the best bit. This is what people will remember. <laughs> right. All right. Lacuna Coil. Italian. Italian. Oh, man. Right. Near and dear to your heart. Oh, stop. Goth metal. Italian goth. All right. Which city are they from? Milan. Oh, okay. Prefer the South, just quietly. But uh, there you go. You don't have any Naples bands on your list, do you? I don't. No? Okay. All right. That's fine. They don't. All right. Uh, Emerging from the Milan Underground. That'd be a cool place to be, wouldn't it? The Milan Underground in the late 90s. That would have been quite a scene. Lacuna Coil turned, their, turned plenty of heads in Italy with their melodic blend of powerful gothic metal 
and shared vocals, courtesy of singers Christina Shabia and Andrea Ferro. With Ferro's tortured screams and Shabia's ethereal range, the group attracted a devoted following that soon spread outside of Italy and throughout Europe before they broke into the US market with 2002's Comalies. Okay. But from there, they remained a fixture in the top 40 in both their home country and the US with 2006's Carmico, 2012's Billboard Chart High Dark Adrenaline, and 2016's Delirium, the highest charting to date in Italy. Certainly uh, not lacking in popularity, this group. Um, but is it the torture thing? Is that what attracted you? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Certain thing you're the one getting. <laughs> Keep bringing this up. Ooh, Tortured re- screams. Who are you reading? And Shabia. Now, I hope, I hope I'm married to an Italian, so please, can I be pronouncing that correctly? Shabia. How do you spell it? S-C-A-B-B-I-A. With some ethereal range. Now, Christina, I would suggest, is a female. Andrea, in Italy, is a male name. You're mm. married to the Italian. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing it's a male-female I, yeah. vocal I, combination. Yeah. Do you know that much about I don't, actually. Right. I do. I knew of the female vocalist. I was not aware of the... Dual uh, vocals. That could be interesting. The male. Okay. So, obviously, very popular. Uh, Italian, you know, that's, that's a bonus. They sound good. I mean, what's the music like? Gothic. Yeah. Gothic metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I have not. This is, like I said, it's one of the bands that's been recommended, but I've not. Is this a genre you're familiar with? Gothic metal? A little bit. What are some other bands well, in the genre? Typo Negative would fit into that, wouldn't they? Okay. Well, they're gothic. Weren't they? Well, they were gothic. Right. That's what I'm saying. Gothic metal? Typo Negative? Is it metal? Yeah. metal? Isn't it? I guess it's metal. I think it's metal. All right. What it's else would it be? Well, it's, I mean, the, the guitars are heavy. It's not fast, though. I'm, I'm no, sh- it's not fast. I'm guessing Lacuna Coil might be a bit faster than Typo Negative. Maybe. I guess I don't think of... Is there a keyboard well, in there? Well, that's fine. Probably, right? Gothic Metal, you got to have a keyboard. Yeah. I have no idea. All right. But I'm... I don't... We'll see. I don't know. I haven't heard it, but I don't okay. think of Gothic Metal as being... It's going back to that kind of droney thing. No. It's not... Well, I don't know what it is, so we'll we'll find out. Well, we if, might if, that, if we choose the if band. If that band makes our cut. Uh, there's, I like the fact that um, there's a good amount of albums. Not too many, not too few. They're still active. So there's a chance to maybe even see them live sometime. Um, clearly, they must be good if they're so popular. They've got... Great album ratings on all music, which is, you know, I, I respect them. So, all right, they're on the list. Okay. Well, yeah, you've got number, oh, here comes your number three. 
Yeah, I've done two. So we've done three. Okay. Hmm. Um, now, I wanted a, just a good old-fashioned 80s, 90s thrash band. Testament were my original choice. Hmm. But that day I came to your house and you played the New Testament album for me, or not. You played some Testament for me. I yeah, thought, no, no, I can't, can't pick Testament. Obviously, um, you're familiar with them. So I've picked instead, out of my a few options that I had, I picked Sacred Reich. Hmm. You're familiar with them? Yes. All right. Give me the bio. Obviously, we're not going to pick them. I can maybe suggest a couple of shark's teeth in that genre, perhaps. All right, all right, all right. So Sacred Reich is thrash metal, mm. formed in 85, Metal Blade Records. Yep. Um, they tick all the boxes. They do, they do. Uh, got back together in 2006, I guess I didn't know that. Mm. Um, they, Testament, Destruction, Death Angel. Yep. Sacred Reich. Mm-hmm. San Francisco, Bay Area? Phoenix. Phoenix, okay. Yeah, this was the second wave of... All right. Um, the, their drummer bailed and joined uh, Machine Head. Ah, who, yeah. Who actually were on my list. Yeah, they were my top five, but they were on my yeah, list. Yeah, that was sort of on my list as well. Machine Head. Mm. Get that asterisk. Make a note of that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. It did have it, it just barely didn't make the cut there. Yeah. Um, they were on my. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But all right. Yep. So they've got. They have five studio albums, mm. um, and then a handful of EPs yep. and a couple of uh, a couple of live albums. So, do you like them? Was it a good choice? I, the American Way album from '90 is the one that I remember hearing most. Mm. Um, so I don't I don't know that I was ever. Yeah, no, yeah, it was a good choice. Mm. It was a good choice. Mm. I w- I would. I would go back into into listening to. I, I'm curious to go back into that, but I, I don't think. No, I've, not if, if it's not new, I don't want to do it. But I nah. mean, the other one I had was Exodus from for similar reasons. But again, you're probably yeah familiar with their work. I do. I know Exodus. Yeah. Uh, um, I, uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm anyway, getting so, too many bands no, in no, one no, go no, here. Sacred Reich was, was my choice. Sacred Reich. Okay, fair enough. Uh, what? We'll talk about my shark's teeth later. Oh, did you know? Okay. I was the one that listed Machine Head. Okay, so... Well, no, neither of us listed Machine Head. No, 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 no. I, I had written them down, but I was... Which one of us said Machine Head, but it was me. With regards to the drummer. Mm-hmm. So, all right. The... Your turn. Yeah, my next band. I, when... I'm only just now realizing they're Swedish... Yes. All right, so, we're doing this band. I don't care who it is. So we're gonna have to take them off the list, right? <laughs> Why? That's your thing. You, you surely you know this band inside uh, and out. All right, who are they? It's Candlemass. Mmm. No, and yeah, they're clearly a band that I should know. Doomy, Swedish. Right. But no, I've never listened to Candlemass. They're in my Swedish death metal book, which uh, which you was leafing through the other day on my bookshelf. 
Um, but yeah, the, you know, I'm, I'm almost ashamed to say that I'm not familiar with their work. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Mm. So this, you know, a, they're perhaps number one with a bullet at this stage, but mm-hmm. um, I guess I should bio. Not, not be derelict in my duties and actually bio them. Um, candle mass artists. They're listed under pop rock on all music. I can't imagine that. Ah, biography by Eduardo Rivadavia. This is this is the uh, he keeps coming up. Sweden's Candlemas helped reintroduce the lumbering power chords of Black Sabbath to an entire generation of post new wave of British heavy heavy metal and post thrash metalheads, almost single-handedly writing the handbook for the modern doom metal movement in the process. That's uh, that's quite a place in in uh, music history. I uh, so Candlemas been listening to a radio station lately. Anyway, one of their songs came up, and the band sort of that. It was while I was making this list, and that triggered my memory of the band and the aforementioned buddy of mine, who's one of the seven listeners yep uh, was hi hi was, buddy hi scott's buddy <laughs> was i remember he had the t-shirt he had he had like the cds that looked like the the album covers looked like they were xeroxed i mean i, I don't know if wait wait were. if we pick them does that mean he's not going to listen or he will we might listen. lose a listener or one he, seventh he, of our <laughs> listener base or he will listen to just criticize us right um anyway so that was, but I'm also noticing that there's a Black Sabbath keeps coming up in. Yeah, funny that. The descriptions of funny all those that. Bands. It's almost like the thankfully the most influential band in music history or something. Right. right. <laughs> all right, uh, I'm gonna pick a band that you know. I'm getting to the point now where I'm stepping away from my heavy metal and doom and other sort of metally tendencies and just trying to mix it up a little bit. Uh, still leaning dark as we do on Unshuffled. Um, your bio is going to help me here because I'm not overly familiar with this band, but let's hear about Young Widows, please. Young Widows? Yes. Okay. Again, not metal. I'm, I'm thinking guitar-y, not quite pop, but poppy rock, maybe? But let's see what the bio says. American band from Louisville. Ah, that's, Kentucky. That's encouraging. Mm. Uh, they're math core. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, no. no, no hold, up, hold up, hold up. They're from they're the not ashes. Sugar. <laughs> from the ashes of math core group Breather Resist. Right, so they can play their instruments. They can play their instruments. But they're not math core. They changes of drummers, three piece, uh, guitar. The guitar sings, the bassist sings, drummer doesn't. And they've got four albums. There's really not much. Anything that's been written about them is pretty much just um, band member change. 
But I don't see. Wait a minute. Oh come on! Oh, here Give us go. a here bit of bio. Here we go. Here we go. Post hardcore. Yes. So this falls into your ISIS-y thing, doesn't it? Well, no. No. Uh, Post-hardcore is what all music's. Can I give you the all music one? Yeah. You've got to go to the all music. Uh, Louisville, Kentucky, whose bass band, whose sound has evolved from angular post-hardcore to moody atmospheric rock, influenced by post-punk and gothic folk. Um, uh, elements uh, less metallic closer to noise rock groups like the Jesus Lizard and Shellac uh, and again I think they've evolved but noise rock and moody post-punk grooves other bands that get mentioned are Hoover, the Jesus Lizard, Shellac the Melvins And then, again, this is a band that's evolved. So their m more recent um, albums have gravitated towards mellow bands like Pink Floyd and Smog, which influenced the slower pace of their 2011 album. So, I don't know. Are you seeing, have they done anything since 2014? Uh, let me check the discography. No. Easy Pain, 2014. So, yeah. so, yeah, they were active from 2006 to 2014, and whether they've done anything recently, I'm not sure. Right. What their, you know, what their current status is, I'm not sure. But Young Widows. Young Widows. Yeah. Four albums, they've evolved. Yep. All right. You're sensing a theme in my choices? Yeah. Mm. Yep. Uh, okay, so my last band, we have... We've talked about this band. Um, but that's not a bad thing. No, but I'm probably means they're good. But I'm still curious, mm. and uh, and I was gonna go in and start listening, and, and then I stopped because I knew that I was gonna have to bring it. anyway. Trouble. Ah. Uh, yep. Well, I'm not again a, a band that I know I should have listened to, but haven't. So talk to me. Well, I've got to talk to you, don't I? I've got to give you their bio, and I shall. Trouble, which was also the name of a song by, was it Lindsay Buckingham? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah did, you he, should know. He did do a song called Trouble. You should know all about Lindsay Buckingham. That's kind of a deep cut, though. How did you pull that one out? Well... <laughs> Ah, that's Maybe why I'm on a. That's why I'm hosting a music podcast. Right. This sort of knowledge I bring to the table. If you're interested in our guilty pleasures, by the way, listener, uh, be sure to visit our website. Uh, Scott's not the only one that has guilty pleasures. Um, our website, by the way, is unshuffledpod.com. Yes, we have our own domain. That's how professional we are. Uh, Troubles featured a lot over the years in albums, um, songs, Lindsay Buckingham. Um, what I'm looking for here is the band Trouble. You're not finding it? No. I've got it here. Wait, 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 wait. 
Let's not resort to Wikipedia just yet. Album, album, album. I can give you some of the bands that have released albums called Trouble, including Keith Richards. Um, artist, Trouble. The Trouble, no, not The Trouble. Trouble, mm-hmm. pop rock. They keep calling him pop rock, they're not. Let me guess who wrote their bio. All right, give me your thing. Yeah. Trouble. <clears throat> According to Wikipedia. Man, that's a long yeah, they've been around thing, long. isn't it? Formed in 1979. Drawing from Black Sabbath for inspiration. Uh, with occasional nods to the psychedelic sounds of the late 60s, gloomy downtuned riffs, spiritual, often openly Bible-inspired lyrics, which led Metal Blade to market the band as white metal. Did you know this before you put them on your list? I did not, but I did see when I was looking through there that they were classified as white metal, and I was going to ask, what's white metal? But I just got my answer. File under Striper, I believe. Um, no, not that there's anything wrong with that. It doesn't. Yeah, there is. <laughs> there is something wrong. Well, it doesn't say that. Does no, it, it doesn't say no, a file under striper, but it does say they are Bible inspired. Well, that's all right. I'm just talking about. I was brought up Catholic. Vocalist and primary lyric writer Wagner explains in the liner notes of Psalm 9 reissue. Okay, all right. Does that mean. I'm not going to judge it. Manic Frustration is the album that I'm, I've heard of most of all. Like, that's the big one, right? Right. Uh, 1992, delving into Beatlesque psychedelica and featuring some of Trouble's most aggressive, energetic performances ever. Okay. I mean, yeah. Hmm. Probot. You like that Probot album? It's kind of hit and miss, isn't it? I like it. Do you? Yeah, I really like Probot. I like uh, some of the songs on it. I really liked, but did you like My Tortured Soul? I don't remember that one. I saw that he was that he sang on that. And yeah, I don't Eric remember that Wagner. Song. I'm I'm giving in the German treatment on his on his surname. Isn't he from Illinois? <laughs> Illinois, Germany. (laughs) My tortured soul. Look, I'm not going to point out the obvious. All right. Trouble, trouble, trouble. We have it back. White metal, huh? Yeah, well, you recommended it. I did. White metal has a link. (laughs) Don't follow it. (laughs) (laughs) Look away from the light. <laughs> um, all right, let's hear your last band. Okay, last band. Um, Teenage Fan Club. Stop it. Is it? Seriously? Mm. Teenage Fan Club? Yeah. You're familiar with them. Well, yeah, but... Well, that's not metal It's not me. All. No, it's not. All right. I'm trying to make a point here. All right. It's not just metal. All right. Does it lean heavy? Oops. 
Teenage Fan. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, heavy-ish. I it's mean, got a guitar. It's got a guitar. Is that? <laughs> but you're too, you're too familiar with Teenage Fan Club. I, I, I'm familiar with Teenage Fan Club, yeah. Because mm. they sang... Oh, well, don't bother with the bio. We're not going to do them. But okay. they sang a song on what I consider to be the greatest soundtrack in music history. Oh, yeah? Which is the soundtrack to one of the worst films in film history. Right. Which is Judgment Night. Oh. Where it was uh, metal and yes. grungy bands yes. teaming up with rap yes. singers. And they sang... What the... Faith... Who... Teenage Fan Club. What was their song? Hang on. Oh, thank you, Mr. Google. Teenage Fan... Uh, and I... Anyone on that soundtrack just gets gets an instant tick from right. me. Um, which was their song? Fallen with De La, with De La Soul. Soul. Yes, I do remember that. Had you listened to anything else they'd done? No. Well, that's the point, right? We're not supposed to. Have no, listened I get to that. It. I get that, but yes, you're right. It. Is that the one that starts? I, I really don't want to lose the seven listeners we have by singing. But is it? Does it start with traveling at the speed? Yeah, but they like. I just I remember that. I think that song was sort of heavier than. No, that was a gentle song. That no, was, but the, that's the point. Is yeah. that most of their catalog? It was very. Uh, it's fine. It's just kind of like a jangly, poppy. Yeah, jangly kind of pop. There's a there's a place for that. See, one of my favorite bands is Sugar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love Sugar, and it's that jangly. Yeah. I just love the sound of Bob Mould's guitar uh, right. in that band. I don't particularly like Huskadoo because it's I don't like the production. As a lightning bolt just strikes me down from heaven for saying that. <laughs> I, uh, but I love the sound of the guitar. I like a I like a sweet sounding, poppy guitar. I love Buffalo Tom. There's another side to me, Scotty. You haven't seen this. <laughs> is it is it coming out now? No, no, it's been there forever. <laughs> okay. Buffalo Tom, um, Buffalo Matthew Tom. Sweet. Really? Yeah, I love Matthew Sweet. Great songwriter. And again, it's just that sugary, huh. sweet. We've lost them all. Sugar and sweet. We're, <laughs> we're going to have to start over. All right, let's go everybody. back to Epicus, Dumicus, Metallicus. Everybody. <laughs> we had them until Matthew Sweet. That's where we lost them. God damn it. <laughs> I'll won't, I won't hear a word against him. And I'll certainly put Buffalo Tom up against anyone. There is and they're, a... they're dark in their own way. Buffalo Tom. They did. Do you remember that No Alternative soundtrack? No. They did. I'm uh, offended now. Buffalo Tom did a great song on this. I'm not talking anymore. But, uh, all right, <laughs> let's pick. Don't try and appease me by talking about how good Buffalo Tom are. Just we got to pick, but let before we do that. Going out there. Um, I want to just talk about some of my shark teeth, and maybe you can talk about some of the. Yeah. Ones that didn't quite make the cut. Yep. 
just in case we've missed one. Let's do it. Um, so, and I'm, I've got to tell you about a genre that I just eliminated mm-hmm. because I thought they were too heavy. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of modern, um, really heavy bands. So Black Breath, who are entombed um, Nails, Trap Them, all in that sort of entombed thing. Kill Switch Engage, just a band that I missed. A metal band that I think it supposedly good, but I missed. But again, I just thought maybe... Kill Switch Engage were on my list. They were on your list? Yep. They were further down. Yeah. But it was the same thing. Another band that, that I missed. Yeah. Uh, I probably feel should like have listened I should to. Listen to. Mm. Well, that's what this is all about, right? Yep. Um, so, th- yeah, I just put a line through that genre. Uh, after Cult of Luna, I had Sumac and Mogwai. I, I know Mogwai. But I don't know them well. Mm. Okay. After Atomic Bitch. So, in that stoner category, I also had Baroness and Kylisa. I, I do like Baroness. Mm. Kylisa? I don't know them. Okay. I think they're in that Baronessy mold. Okay. With my with Sacred Rock, I have Exodus, as I've already mentioned, and Soulfly. I'm. I'm. Uh, I do like Soulfly. You like them already. I do like Soulfly. With Teenage Fan Club, apart from Matthew Sweet. <clears throat> I also had Gomez. Gomez. And Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter is interesting. Why? I. They. Of the bands. Uh, Deer Hunter, I think, is the heavier of the bands on that list. Mm. Okay. But. But you've, you're familiar with them already? Deer Hunter, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they good? Obviously, they're good. They're, yeah, no, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll listen to them just on my own then. <laughs> He's listening on his own. <laughs> and, I, and I'm wrong. It's, it's not. I, Deer Hunter is not the heavier on that list. Okay. It's, uh, I was thinking of, um, it doesn't matter. It sounds like they're heavy. Hunting Deer is pretty nasty. <laughs> it's pretty heavy. It's not... They're not deer patters. I was thinking. I was thinking deer tick. Ah. Never mind. I take that back. Okay. I also had uh, Celtic or Celtic. I'm not sure which one. Frost. Ah, they were on my list too. Hmm. Okay. What else? What's on your list? So. What are your also runs? Um. I had Machine Head, Kill Switch Engage. Um. Lamb of God. Mm. I, uh, I've tried. I've tried. S- yes. That's the same. All I right. can't try anymore with them. Okay. Fair enough. It's just soulless, I find. All right. It's like a machine wrote it. I'm, I'm okay with then continuing to, to not. Get. You know another it's band? It's great drumming. I love it. And I'm all for technical drumming. I don't want to be... I Again... Sorry to Lamb of God fans, and each to their own, but I just find it a bit... There's no groove there. The, the riffs are good. Prove me wrong. I don't know. I need one of those stands out at a, out at a fair, you know? 
I, I don't to, like Lamb of God. Prove me wrong. M- maybe we'll get a letter. Got, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've got nothing. Cease and desist. <laughs> uh, Iced Earth. Yep. Oh. Was on there. They were. I think I remember them on a list that I lost on a like on an airplane or something. Um, Iced Earth. And an obituary. Ah, well. I'm familiar with them, but work. I never, I never gave them their fair due. Nah, they, they're great. The Tardy Boys, um, love obituary. Um, okay. Well, there's a bit to chew on there. It sounds like we're we're gonna have a heavy band here. So, it's, yeah, I agree. I'm, and here's where I'm at. Yep. As I'm looking at our list. Mm. Um, first off, I'm intrigued by the fact that we both, of our top five, none of them overlapped. No. But within, well, I mean, within that was a discussion of Machine Head. Yep. Overlapped. So I'm intrigued by that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other than that, which wasn't in the top five, I, I would... Candlemass and... Uh, atomic atomic bitch wax. So the, the of, that of mine, you're leaning atomic atomic bitch wax. I just the the whole. I'm intrigued by the monster magnet mm. side project. Mm-hmm. By the fact that like three or four of the guys of that band break off and do this thing for a while. Mm. Cult of Luna didn't uh, I, didn't Cult appeal. Cult of Luna. I should have written more notes. Swedish. Swedish. Stop there. That's all you need. All right. I think, I think that clouded it for me. <laughs> okay. Um, of the ones that you listed, I'm not sure I can do Earth. I'm not sure I can do... Having been to a Sun, sun or Sun O gig, I'm not sure I can... I know it's about intentionality. <laughs> And, I, and being mindful and all of that, right, right, right. but there are limits, and and drone is is sort of pushing it for me. Which find a general intriguing, influential two albums, maybe a, a, a black mark. Which yeah, comic torture kind of <laughs> killed it for me. Yeah, those two words to, <laughs> don't usually go well together. Lacuna Coil, Italian, dual vocals. Um, the gothic bit worries me. I must say. So for me, of the one of your list, I'm certainly thinking Candlemass, at the risk of alienating one seventh of our audience. <laughs> but then I don't want to write off Atomic Bitchwax either, and. I don't mean to add pressure to this, but this is going to be what we're going to listen to. This is the right. I mean, this is the band that's going to birth it all. Right when they go back through the the vaults mm. of our of our time speaking together, this yep. w- this will be where it all. This will be the flagship. This is it. This is a huge decision. This is the one we're sending out there in front of everybody else. All right. So here's my problem with Candlemas. 
There's a lot of albums. Mm. <sighs> Epicus Dumas Metallicus. How do you say no to that? How do you say no to that? But there are a lot of albums. A lot of albums and a lot of lead singers. Hmm. Hmm. Machine Head? Atomic Bitch Wax? We never really talked about Machine Head. We didn't. Let's do it. Have a, let's, I'm looking them up. Let's have a look at the bio. Got it. All, the only thing I know about Machine Head is... Machine Head is the a song that had where everything stopped and a guy just yelled out, Where did the shotgun blast come from? Which must have been their biggest hit, if it's the one I've heard. Must have been, but I don't remember that. All right, here we go. They are Form 91. Mm, prom. Aggressive musicianship. Mm. One of the pioneering bands of the new wave of American heavy metal. Oh, that's a thing? That's a thing. <laughs> it says pioneering. Just let the British have their new wave. <laughs> Make up something else. They're also the second wave of thrash metal bands. Oh, that's just waves. Um, they. Let's look at how many albums. I, you know what? I think this. Shoot, the Supercharger album. Do I feel like, no, I don't know. I feel like that album should be familiar to me, but it's not. Anyway, they were on Roadrunner, yeah. which that's. That were huge. Um, let's scroll down here to the, how many, how many are we going to have to listen to? Let's get to that. They've got one, two, three, nine albums. Most recent, 2018 Catharsis. Uh, as far as lineup changes, I'm not. That doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother you. I think it adds interest, if anything. Pretty consistent. They can't hold on to a drummer. Oh yeah, they can. This last guy's been with them for a while. Nope, can't hold on to a drummer. Just lost him. As we were. All right. So as it's, I was reading this to you. So it's mm, Doom, Candlemass, Metal, Machine Head. Mm-hmm. Or Stoner Rock, Atomic Bitch Wax. <sighs> Machine Head is groove metal. And oh, it is not. And thrash metal. Stop. Machine Head was a song. By Deep Purple. Something like that. Huh. <clears throat> right, this is our three. Make your case. What do you want? I'm, uh... I could go with either Machine Head or Atomic Bitch Wax. I like... Candlemass, no? Well, didn't we... Too many albums? Too, yeah. Alright. I think, uh... Machine Head feels like a good starter. Yep. But so does Atomic Bitchwax. Yeah, yeah, they're both good. Do we go the heavier one or the rockier one? 
All right, nobody. Um, I'm gonna go with atomic bitch, atomic bitch wax. I like it. I like. I like the fact that it was on my list. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <That was laughs> We're choosing between something that was on my list and something that was that, on neither list. That might have been my hesitation. <laughs> um, I think it's something that has fairly broad appeal so that you know, non-metal fans aren't going to switch off. They might be willing to join us on this journey. It's... A, Here's the thing about my list. My list are bands that I should have listened to but haven't listened to. Yep. And I'm, I'm perfectly okay to accept that there's a good reason I haven't gotten around to listening to them. That's kind of and the so, same with me. But so, it's so you bring around Atomic Bitch Wax and all of a sudden I'm sitting here looking at this going, well, I, I've never even heard of this. So now, now I'm intrigued. All right. I like the fact that it's... We could maybe potentially put a CD on in the car and our wives aren't going to say turn this off mm. as they probably would with machine head so it's not going to be purely headphones not that that's should drive the decision of course I think there's enough in Atomic Bitchwax to keep the he heavier music fans on board but also not lose any that aren't willing to quite make the leap to machine head yet Have you got any reservations? Are we gonna? Is that a, is that the band? They were on. They were on Jackass. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> that old thing. Oh, do you? Can you blame them? They took the money. They took the money. They, they just, wouldn't you? Would you or not? I don't know. Take the money? Yeah, I take. The if, if Jackass called Jackass and called you and said, "Have a bunch of money." I mean, had I known about this band before tonight, there's a good possibility I might have named one of my children Atomic Bitchwax. So <laughs> your first I'm one Atomic, and I'm your second I'm one Bitchwax. First name, middle name, first child, second child—it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Well. Have we made the call? Is it Atomic Pitchwax? <laughs> is that is that going to be the first band to get the unshuffled treatment, Scotty D? I, I think that's the flagship right there. All right. Let's set them out. Okay. Well, I've talked you into doing this podcast, and now I've talked you into listening to the band that I want to listen to. So this is going very well for me. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'm... Now discovered a new band. This may be going well. They may be terrible. We'll they might out. be, and uh, this could be a very long next five episodes or so. <laughs> Wait, did we? How many do we have to listen to? Oh, I don't know. We probably should look at that. Can you check that? Yeah. Your phone seems have, to be faster uh, than mine. One, two, seven albums and one EP and one live. Easy. Though, what's even. What's nice is album one's Atomic Picture Wax one. Yep. Album two is two. Album three is three. Oh, wow. It's like they've already named the podcast for us. So on and so forth, but yeah. it falls apart there. Okay. Then they start titling. All anyway, right. So we got that. Okay. How are we going to listen to it is, is the next question. What are you going to try? Are you going to try and get the physical media? Might be hard. It's We're in Jakarta, by the way, listeners. Um, yeah. Not exactly easy to duck down to the local 
cool record store. I mean, there are plenty here, but maybe, maybe we, we have you got means to play vinyl? I do. Yeah. I have that set up. Whether you could get it here or not, I don't right. know. Right. Otherwise, ironically, one of the ways <laughs> I was thinking of listening <laughs> to <laughs> this album mm-hmm. or to albums generally mm-hmm. is on my iPod Shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> like do you remember those things? I, I, do, I do. There's a little button you can press uh-huh. that unshuffles it. Right. So I figure that that's all right. If I just put that one album on, no other albums on there, that could work. And put it on unshuffled. Yeah. I like how we just worked in a plug for ourselves at the end. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're doing Atomic Bitch Wax. Thanks for listening, everyone. You made it this far. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, and we're done. We're gonna go and chase down this this album and play it to death, Maybe. torture it if you if you will. Next time we should call out all seven of our listeners by name. Yeah. So uh, write us a letter. Yeah. Peel oh yeah. Box. Email us. There's con- you can get us on Twitter. Send us an email. Uh, Unshuffled Pod everywhere at Unshuffled Pod on Twitter. Unshuffled Pod at Gmail. Go to our website. You've already found the podcast, which is a miracle in itself, so the rest should be easy. Um, huge thanks to uh, Small Stone Records and uh, Seven, Planets. Seven Planets and um, for the intro music, and you'll get a little taste of them in the outro as well. That's another album you should definitely chase down and buy. Please join us on this journey. Please grab yourself a, comic, a copy of Atomic Bitchwax 1 and listen the hell out of it over the next couple of weeks and join us for our next podcast because, you know, we're not the uh, be-all and end-all here. We, we would love to hear some opinions from listeners out there and we'd love for others to join us on this journey. You've seen what it takes to pick an album. This is all part of intentionality. So whether you choose Atomic Bitchwax or something that you've been meaning to listen to for a long time hopefully you see the value in this exercise take the time and listen intentionally any final words scotty I, uh... <laughs> i'll take that as a no maybe we should leave the final words to seven planets we'll see you next podcast thanks listeners